Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I go by Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. And if you're looking down there on the screen, if you're watching out there on YouTube land, Facebook, Twitter, that's my man Furious Styles. He's been on the show at least once before, maybe more, you know, um, avid supporter of the podcast. This is episode 193. Um, this year, what I wanted to do a little bit of is just really just talk about, uh, you know, get into the production a little bit more outside of actually having the rappers on. You know, I want to get to talk to some of the producers to kind of go through their process and give them a little bit more shine. And then that gives us a little bit more shows and different variety um, to let you guys tell your stories, man. So I'll jump right into it, uh, Furious, man. Let the people know where you're from, um, kind of just some of your your history so far with this music thing, and, and we'll kind of start from there. For sure, man. My name is Furious Styles. I'm from East Chicago, Indiana. Grew up in Gary, Indiana, area of the weekend, man. Shout out to the crib, you know, the region. Uh, been living in Memphis, Tennessee since 2015. I love 901. It's like my second home, man. Uh, been making beats and producing since I was like 15. You know, I start off with the Boss DR5 in East Chicago. You know, we had a lot of local groups that was real big, you know, like the Grind Family and things, and 50-50 Records in East Chicago and Gary, Indiana had theirs. But, you know, in our high school and stuff like that, everybody had their own little cliques. And on Northside East Chicago, man, I was doing my thing, man. And, I mean, and when COVID hit, I got back into it. For sure. So... Um, if people don't know, man, what's a little bit of like some of the people you've been working with the last couple years since you kind of got back heavy into the production? Oh, well, my boy Numbs from New Jersey, man. Me and him have a lot of work together. Of course, uh, Cash, we have songs out. We got an EP out. Uh, he was just on my EP that came out at the beginning of this month. I shout out to him. He jumped it off with Set the Tone. Uh, incredible Appreciate tone. That. Appreciate uh, that, man. For that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I got a song with I Am God from Chicago. I've worked with guys from the West Coast, the the South, every coast you can think of, man. I just, you know, I got more of a traditional boom bap sound, which isn't coming from uh, where I'm from, you know. So it kind of throws people off, it trips people out. So I kind of get the East Coast MCs first, but then it kind of I can kind of branch off and make like the the Midwest sound and things like that too. Okay, what well, what got you back into production? I know you've always been into production as you said earlier in your intro but what got you back into it and, and wanting to kind of come back mm -hmm. full force and promoting your stuff and and really getting back out there well you know just like everybody else during the pandemic uh, I'm, I'm a commercial driver lost one of my jobs man and i had more time on my hands and i'm like you know it's always been in me it's kind of like riding a bike you never forget you know and i was like man i'm gonna buy me another beat machine and i bought me one it was like a uh a Kai, something else, XR20, I believe. And, you know, I'm so good at a drum machine, I mastered that thing in like a month and a half, two months. I was like, dude, I'm more advanced than this. 
So I was, I was like, I need me a, a MPC. So I started looking up different ones. I was like, I don't want to have to use one where I got to use a laptop or a computer. So I looked up standalone. I did all my research. And I found one, bought it, and on my birthday is July 20th. It, because of COVID and a lot of trucks and stuff was behind because of the weather and, and COVID and things like things like that, or whatever the case may be. Um, it arrived July 21st. And uh, all I, you know, I was sitting there every day making beats and trying to figure out how to master it. And then once I figured out how to use that, I had to figure out how to like navigate because I wasn't used to promoting myself on social media. It was all new to me. Even though I've been on social media, I've never advertised anything like that. So I had to figure out, I've tried the different beat sites. I've tried all my social medias and I've had a Twitter since I was like in college, but it was like inactive for like 10, 12 years, something like that. <laughs> it was my last choice. I was like, let me see if Twitter still works. I went to Twitter, man, and it was like a rapper, producer, a waste. It was like, oh my God, like this should have been the first thing I went to. And uh, it just, Twitter, it just changed my producer life. What were some of the, the, um, I'll probably say not downtime, but what was some of the the learning curve with getting back into it with, you know, the last, between the last beat machine you had all the way up until now um, with the MPC, what was like the learning curve like? Oh, because, you know, with, uh, you know, I was always from high school and when I first got back into it in 2020, it was just, just strictly drum machines. So, you know, it was just, it's kind of like, it's almost like a, a Producers that work with a keyboard, it's just, everything is just you know you you making it yourself. I'm, you making all the, the the tones and melodies yourself. Uh, I had to learn how to sample. I knew it because I would always listen to it, so I knew what to do. It. I had to figure out the machine. Uh, you can do the same thing with the MPC one. You could do just you know just drum patterns and things like that. But I'm very into sampling, so I had to figure out how to learn how to chop and, and and things like that. Chop and maneuver things and manipulate songs that were already hit, so songs you never heard of, and make them sound like my own. So once I figured that out, uh, it was over. What would you tell um, any like aspiring producer that's trying to get back into it right now in 2023? What what? Would you have them start with an MPC or what would you start them with in terms of software, hardware, anything? It depends on like what you like. I grew up listening to that. You know, like I said, coming from where I'm from, most guys didn't listen to the type of music that I listened to because my older cousin, I don't know how he got tapped into it. He was already tapped into like the soul samples and the boom bap being from Gary, Indiana, which I don't know how. So when like, Guys, where I'm from, we were listening to like shout out to like listening to Twister and Eight Bar MJG and listening to Trick Daddy or whoever else. Or Master P was real big, of course, you know, and things like that. I'm going to Gary. I'm listening to Wu Tang. I'm listening to Busta Rhymes, Helter Skelter. Listening to Jeru the Damager. So I'm listening to stuff that they never even heard of. Mob Deep. They're like, who is that? So I'm going. I'm, I'm in East Chicago hearing that side of music. And then local legends, of course, and then I'm going to Gary and I'm hearing soul samples. I'm hearing boom bap. I'm hearing L.O. Cool J and cannabis and things like that. So I'm absorbing all of that. So it's like whatever you pretty much like absorb and you listen to, man, I feel like you should go that route. Like if you're not into the soul samples, yeah, get you more of a something where you know you can do like just a, a drum machine. But if you're into the samples, yeah, you, you're gonna have to get you either a machine, you know, a native instruments or get you that out of Kai, man. So you just riddled off, you know, a bunch of different artists that you listened to growing up and stuff like that. But I didn't hear the mm -hmm. producers, man. And that that's why we hear what's what's some of the producers that kind of oh, have inspired sure. you along the way. Like I know some some of your people, man. I know you've mentioned Rizza before and 
just some of the, the random, I won't say random artists, but just some of the, the 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 deep cuts that you post every now and then on Twitter in terms of what you're listening yeah. to be like some of the hardest beats from some of them albums that we like, like a Busta Rhymes and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So who yeah. are some of your influences uh, kind of coming up? DJ Scratch, um, Alchemist, uh, Havoc. Of course, like you said, RZA. Um, who else can I say? Um, hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, from EPMD, Eric Sermon. Uh, man, Large Professor, Laura Finesse. I mean, I could just keep going, man. Like, you know, dude, dude, those guys, man, they they molded the stuff, everything that I do now. I just absorb it, man. Like I, I just take it in, dude. It's just like they they they're incredible to me. I listen to it and I, I just shake my head to this day still. You know what I'm saying? Even from the Swiss beats to when the Rough Riders had their run. You know, just like that, even though people thought like, like those sounds are weird because he had more of like an electronic type sound. But I'm like, it fit those that group of guys, like DMX and all that, like Swiss Beats had that sound. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I absorbed all that, man. Like from, you know, with the knots and then, you know, I Rockwater, just Blaze, everybody. So 2021, uh, or t- was it 2020 or 2021 when you first put out a project with with actual, you know, with rappers being on it? 2021. 2021. So that that was Noise in the Hood, um, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. volume one. So for, you know, people that's looking to get into it, and I'm always trying to like, you know, kind of give people that that little bit of inspiration. Like what what was uh some of the things you wish you could have told yourself in 2021 as you was preparing to release your first project? Oh, well, when I was preparing, preparing to release Noise in the Hood, I actually didn't even have a distro key. I didn't have anything. I didn't know anything about streaming services, anything. Like I was working, I was still working on Numb's fall album when I started working on my compilation. But, you know, I went to school for marketing and I knew how to market myself. Because I've even when I was, when I started making beats in college, I had a video camera. So I was doing DVDs. Like I was like filming people's events and then I was burning them at home, flipping them. So I was always into the media. Even when I wasn't making beats, I was still hustling. I was making DVDs. Dudes that had TVs in their cars, I was burning uh, videos from like 106 and Park. I would sell those. You know what I'm saying? So I was always hustling in the media some type of way. So I was like, I had what I wish I'd have known then, like I wish I know now. Like I had like the basic um, distro kid account where basically it's only linked to me. You only can link one person. Now I have an upgraded account where I can link multiple artists so that, you know, when it starts accumulating streams. It'll pop up on my page. It'll pop up on cash page. It'll pop up on this person's page. So we're all, so even if they go to your page, it's still going to link to everybody. And I still get streams and everybody gets a piece of it. So it's things you learn as you go. I didn't know anything about that. You know what I'm saying? So you figure out ways to, to get yourself seen even more. Okay. All right. So uh, we're putting it together with, with so many different artists um, on that project. Mm-hmm. I, I lost count. Um, how was that planning process and getting everybody's music back and the verses and oh, you know um, direct? Did you give them any direction as you were kind of getting it back if it wasn't necessarily well, to your satisfaction? Well, you know, um, you know, with Noise in the Hood, I'm mean, to keep it real. There was no Furious Styles. Like nobody knew who I was. Half the people on there didn't know who I was. Like I, you know, 
you blessed me with being on my first compilation. That you know, I reached out to you as, as far as something else with it. He was like, oh, I rap too. I was like, oh, snap. So I found me another rapper. You know, but I, you know, I um, half of it was from people from back home. I got like two or three people from East Chicago and Gary, Indiana. I got people from New Jersey. And I met some of the rappers through other rappers. You know, I, I stumbled upon you by mistake. I was just like scrambling, you know, uh, just trying to put something together because I knew like when I, uh, Numb's album had dropped two months before. And of course, I didn't have a face. People, Numb's was getting interviews. They was like, man, the production on this is this and that. And it's great. He was getting interviews. He would mention my name. Nobody knew who I was. So I was like, I need to take advantage of this. So right after that, and then that's why I, I put like Furious Styles Presents. I made it seem like I was the, the stuff, even though nobody knew who I was. So they was like, oh, this is dude that made Numb's album. And I was like, Furious Styles Presents. And I had 12 tracks. I had like, 11 or 12 MCs from all over the map. And I just made it seem like it was the stuff because I grew up listening to compilations. So I kind of knew how to structure it. So I had people from the Midwest, the South, the East Coast, and the, uh, the West Coast and, and everything. And, and it worked out. Yeah, you you mentioned Numbs a, a few times, man. Um, for people that don't know you guys' relationship and kind of how it's blossomed in terms of um, EPs, full projects at this point, um, mm -hmm. you know, tell the people a little bit about that, that don't know you, the, the folks are, you know, our Twitter fam and stuff like that, who, you know, they follow you, but you know, they don't hear a whole lot from you as the producer. Cause you kind of stay behind the scenes for the most part. You're out there, but you know, you don't do a whole lot of interviews, yeah. but you know, you just now starting to do them, man. What, what's, uh, yeah. what's about you guys' relationship that kind of makes it special, um, working relationship. Well, you know, because, um, like I said, I was trying to navigate with social media. I didn't know anything about how to reach out to people. And I've tried every avenue at that point. You know, when I first came back, like, with the pandemic, the trap guy, the trap beats were dominant and prominent. Like, you know, if you weren't making 808s and you weren't doing tight beats and the little Yachty beats or whoever, Amigos or Future, uh, you weren't winning. But I just stuck with the boom bap sound. And I went to all the different places and I couldn't find anybody. I went to Twitter. I started just navigating. I started finding MCs who actually, like, use the sound that I made. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like, you can't be too cocky or too, too much of an ego. I, I mean, I keep it around. Yeah. I went to his DMs. I'm like, look, man. I was like, <laughs> look, sure. man. Hey, look. Hey, I was like, hey, you don't know me. You know, I, don't really have, I don't have nothing going on. I told you, I didn't have a streaming service or anything. I was like, man, I make beats. Check them out. I, at this point, I probably had, like, 300 beat videos because I was just making beat videos every day since I got my beat machine. I don't do it as much anymore. I don't need to, but that was like how I was getting my name out there. Uh, so I was like, man, you can go through my page and you can see there's a Teddy Pendergrass sandal sample. There's supposed to be one song. He let people hear it and it was like, dude, this dude is nice and, and you it works well with you. And went from one song to a complete album and it just grew from there. Actions. Big 
going hard for so long, no plans of stopping, no L's, when it is my only option, I see posts, how you the nicest, see the fake numbers, chill past the odd test, so I know you stunning. me and Furious on autopilot, we cruising, silent killers, they never know how we moving, they just see the product, how we execute, the music got me high, I feel like I'm sitting next to Snoop, they gonna put this on repeat, gotta let it loop back. So, um, kind of moving forward, man, um, I-, I wanted to ask you about um, kind of you kind of giving back to artists, kind of fast forward now into 2023 with, um, I mean, you all last year, you dropped a basement series with multiple um, different artists. Um, right now, you know, your latest EP, uh, Beats and Rhymes, R- R&B, Side A is out right now. You're coming out with Side B here in the next next week, man, what makes you um, give back to people that don't necessarily have the, the, the name in terms of the, the followers and all, all that kind of thing that, you know, the record labels do that, that type of stuff that they do where they track. Mm -hmm. If you have a huge following, then they want to rock with you. What makes you seek out talent like back in the old days? Well, for one, because at one point I was the person that didn't have a name. No, you know what I'm saying? Nums had a platform. He was having interviews before I even met him. So I was that person two, three years ago where nobody knew who I was. And the thing is, like, I feel like as a producer, if you feel like if, if, if you're as good as you say you are and things like that, you shouldn't always have to go for the guy that already has the status or the, or the female MC that already has the status, already has the name. If you're a producer, you should be able to produce somebody. You know, there's always have to be the person that has 3,000 followers. It could be, the, I like, the, I want to see the person that got 30 followers too. Because if you have talent, you have talent. It doesn't matter how many followers you got. I know that's the thing now. I don't care about that. If you have the skill, if I'm like, if I feel like my sound can match with what you do, oh yeah. You got six followers, that's cool. You're going to have 12 now. You're going to have 30. You know, because we're going to, we're going to, it's going to increase some type of weight because I'm going to make sure that I do my part to get you even more notice as much as I can. Okay. Um, before we even go any further, man, uh, make sure if y'all on YouTube land, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Share this page. Um, if you're on Twitter, make sure you retweet. Um, throw some questions out there if you like. Um, just make sure you kind of get this out there. And if you are indie artists and your music is dope, definitely shoot me a DM at Don't Sleep Net on Twitter, at Don't Sleep Net on Instagram, um, Don't Sleep Network on YouTube. Go look on there. You can send me a message via, um, through there as well. Um, go in the comments of this video. Um, you know, drop your links. But if it's good, I'll reach back out to you. If not, you you get, you know, go in the queue. And then we kind of go from there. You know what I mean? That's kind of how it rolls. If I like it, I put you on. If I think it's interesting, I put you on the show. That's kind of how you can get on there. Um, as, to, as for you, Furious, how can they get in contact with you if they're listening to any of um, your projects, um, Noise in the Hood, Rhymes and Beats, any of the uh, the Basement series. Like, How could they get mm-hmm. in contact with you? Well, on Twitter and Facebook, it's Furious, uh, underscore, underscore Styles with a Z, uh, the, with the number six at the end. It's For Twitter and Instagram, it's that. And then if you go there, I have a link uh, in my bio that has all my music and all my social medias and things like that, man. I don't, I'm not on beat stars or anything like that. I'm more of like straight to consumer, but I am going to uh, start like a, a link where you can see more of my beats. You know, a lot of times people be like, do you have beats I can listen to? So I'm going to have a link with just maybe like 
30 to 60 second beats, maybe five to 10 beats I'm gonna have where you can get an example of what I do so that I don't, I may not, I don't wanna be holding you up or something like that. If I can't get right back to it, you could click that link and you can get an idea of what I do. Okay, so let's let's get into kind of more of the more, more current project, um, Rhymes and Beats. Uh, Side A, like I said, is out right now with myself, Nums, Echo, uh, Damn, forget number four. Number four on there. Last, last Quint, uh, Quentin Gilmore and uh, Akil Ali is on there as well. Akil Ali, yep. Um, all, all, all dope songs, man. So with, with this year kind of starting off, man, and, and side B, what's your vision for this particular go round with the short EPs? Oh, because you know, um, like I said, I, I, um, I have the upgraded account. You know. With the upgraded account, like I have no reason to falsify anything, I'm a, I'm able to link up to five MCs. Now there's more you can do when you upgrade even more to ten MCs and et cetera, et cetera. Well, I can link up to five MCs. So I feel like I don't want to do like ten tracks and a thing or thing like that right now, because I don't want to just be able just to link five out of the ten. So now that you know, being the fact that I can link up to five people as of right now, I'm just gonna do like little short EPs so that I can link every MC. If they have their right district, you know what I'm saying, district kids or United Masters, whatever the case may be, so that when I put that stuff, so when when the, the songs start accumulating streams, it'll pop up on their page. So that's the reason why I'm doing that, so that everybody gets the song linked to them or the album. Okay. So, uh, you know, with Rhymes and Beats, of course, is is more rap-focused. Is there like any R&B uh, out there as far as that you want to get into anything else you want to want to explore because I know you be sampling uh, I can't damn I can't say it though all right it, it's certain movies that that uh <laughs> that we <laughs> that we watch I'm not gonna say the particular movie but in terms of the things that you sample like you 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 get create creative from anywhere yeah yeah you know I um I don't do R&B too often but I have dabbled in it once or twice I can do it I don't do it a lot if I'm sure the more I've, I do it I'll probably be even better at it uh but yeah man I've done that I've sampled rock groups and and everything um yeah I, the R&B thing is kind of just like a you know it's kind of like a, a little play on words or whatever because I'm just thinking like I'm always thinking of something new I'm like I, I need to come up with something something catchy and like you R&B you're like oh he, he made an R&B album nope it's rhymes and beats you know what I'm saying so it caught your attention so, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always thinking of something that's, that's witty. You know, I've always kind of been like that. So it's just something just to throw you off, you know, and it worked. Okay. All right. So let's talk about Side B, man, that's coming up here on uh, on the 6th next Monday. Um, who who do we have coming up on, on that project? Where are they from? Um, you know what I mean? Side B. I kept Side B straight up like a Side B, man. It's like I, like I was saying, Side A is kind of more of like the the... the more of the people who already had a kind of had a platform people I've worked with in the past and things like that. This one is like pretty much everybody is new almost with me. I'm working with, they're just up and coming. Some people, this is like their first time getting on the EP. So our track one is peacemaker. We have one side, uh, song already out that came out last year. He's from the West coast from the Bay. Um, I have, uh, my boy, you heard he's from Philly on there. You know, he's still coming. He's a uh, real big. He's on nice. SoundCloud. He's nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my dude, man. Uh, I got Asani Har from Gary, Indiana. You know, I'm, that's the crib. So of course, hometown, you know, okay. So got, hometown cooking. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Then of course, and then you know, I actually I made a post on Twitter a couple weeks ago, and uh, this female MC responded, and I, I had no idea. I was just like, um, I was just saying, if you drop a song 
And if it doesn't get the reaction that you want, I was saying, don't make no excuses. Don't try to explain yourself. I was like, you know what you did or didn't do and just go on from there. And she responded, was like, I needed that. And I was like, okay. So I went to her page and I just, you know, did my research and I was just like, you know what, man, I got an EP that's out. And uh, I'm just side A, I'm working on side B. You want to get on there? She, I didn't count how many followers she had. I didn't count how many songs she had. She's from New York. You know, her name is Anya LaBella. And she's on there. She's on the promo video. That's her track. And yeah, man, she, she killed it. Okay. All right. So what can you talk about coming up this year? Because I know you. I know you ain't just stopping. I know, you know, what can you talk about that's coming out? That, that you sure uh, or something that you, you're working on that's coming out here shortly? Oh, of course. You know, uh, me and Nums, you know, got our third album on the way. It'll be out in a couple months, you know, uh, three years in a row. You know, we got that one coming up. Um, I'm going to be back in the, uh, in, in the lab with, with you again, of course. Me and Cash, we're we going to do some more stuff like that. Uh, I may drop like another major album, a, a EP with just multiple people, not just the little minis. And you know, the basement is always there. So people, you know, they, it, it kind of became a thing last year. So it's not over. If somebody reach out and say they want to do a basement, it's, it's always open. It's like a gangster grills or something. It's, it's always there. Well, well, welcome to the basement. Drop gems, I'm hard, just peep the wordplay. I came to kill and resurrect on the seventh day. So red to push the button. Man, my shit disgusting. AI mentality with the rock, I get the chucking. You tell it, get the tucking. Maybe I'm on or something. You hear what you fear. I know you see me coming. Grew up on that basement shit. Can't entertain clowns who never left their four block radius. I'm cutting straight to the point. Fuck your listen criteria. I'm here to get rid of you. I'm feeling you. Cash, here to proclaim the throne. King James, Boston Garden, game 645 to your dome. Back to destroy your confidence. Black opulence, got here on my cognizance. So pardon me if I ain't got time for... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, if I was an artist that's looking to... I mean, you, you made a conceptual album and you just want to get some bars off and just kind of have no rules, no boundaries, and you made a conceptual piece... The basement might be for you, you know what I mean? Because for me, that's that's how it was for me. Um, you know, I still put songs on there, but it wasn't necessarily, yeah. you know, stuff I had done on the album up until that point. Um, so it was it, it was good. And and to be honest, man, not like boasting or bragging or nothing, but like I've I dropped ten basements last year, so I, I did ten. Um, every basement. It was usually like a follow up to somebody's album, and it was a nice little like lead up rollout for everybody. At least out of the three songs, at least one song like got a placement on somebody's playlist. Some on every one that I've dropped, out of uh, all ten basements, at least one or two songs have made somebody's playlist and things like that. Or it was you seen it retweeted and posted. So yeah, man, it's always at least one or two out of the three, man, where it, it gets a little little rotation. Pretty much. Um, shout out to um one of the, the Twitter uh, brothers out there, Matt. Um, you know he'll he'll put his stuff out there all, all the time. But oh, yeah. I, I see everybody um on there. Some of them, some of them have basement joints, or you have some work with them on there. So yeah. um, you know, definitely putting people on in, in many different ways, man. Many different ways. So yeah, that that's dope, man. Um, before I let you go, man. Before I let you go. Mm -hmm. What is what what 
what album are you looking forward to this year, um, production wise that that you know is coming out? You know, I know there's a Gangsta Grills coming out with Pusha T. Um, mm-hmm. There's some more rumblings about possible. Uh, I think it was like Hit Boy. Who was it? Hit Boy and uh, forget the other the artist here. It may be another. Oh uh, yeah, somebody somebody mentioned Hit Boy. I forgot who. Well, I know you're talking about. Somebody mentioned working with Hit Boy. Um, yeah, I forget but, you exactly. Know, I don't know what's crazy. I don't know if it's dropping this year, but I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Benny's major debut with Def Jam. I want to hear that. Yeah, because you know everybody dropped their major album, but him. You know they they dropped all their shady albums. But he, you know, he signed a couple years ago, but, you know, he's he's yet to drop that that major with Def Jam. So I definitely want to hear that. Yeah, um, yeah, for Conway sure. Conway right? supposed to drop next month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Conway supposed to drop in February, I believe. He's coming back. And, of course, man, I'm always looking forward to Ransom. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's certain people, man. Like, I, I've always, I'm always looking forward to seeing what they got coming up, man. So, yeah, we're we going to see, man. I, I think it's going to be a nice year. Yeah, that, uh... That Benny pick is interesting because I was just uh just had my man hype over, and uh, we were just talking a little bit about people dropping and who we looking forward to, and just Benny came up randomly, mm-hmm. and we're going back and forth, and um you know the project that Benny dropped with Hit Boy ironically was one that he didn't like I liked, uh but then the Tana Talk three he liked I was like I'm cool I like Tana Talk three like but I don't like it as much as I like the joint with Hit Boy. You know what I mean? And I like them for different you know reasons. What? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's crazy. You know what? Because, you know, people so were so used to Griselda having that certain sound, that, that more dusty sound, that more underground sound. And that's what I kind of do, too. Like, I, I try to tell people, just because you are underground doesn't mean you have to sound underground. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to keep that that in the basement sound. You know, I grew up watching 106 in Park, UNV, your Rap City, The Basement, MTV Raps, things like that. And so... My mentality, even though I'm underground producing, I want to make something that I'm like, what would get, in our case, would be make it to a playlist. And so with Benny working with Hit Boy, it was kind of more of a more mainstream sound compared to what they're used to hearing him to. So a lot of people was like, ah, but I get what he was doing because he got him attention. He got more notoriety off that album than, than almost anything else. Yeah. And he was saying the because same exact things. <laughs> same exact, the same thing. exact stuff. But, you know what I'm saying, they weren't used to hearing them on that. You know, a lot of people are like, no, that's not the Griselda sound. But it's like, you know, if you want to get that attention, sometimes you got to do certain things. Like I say, with, 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 with us in the underground, a lot of times we feel like we got to stay, I got to keep that lo-fi sound. I got to keep that dusty sound. Yeah, you can. But, you know what I'm saying, also, man, you sometimes you got to learn how to, you know what I'm saying, manipulate it and, and to a point where, like, you can make it kind of sound more industry mainstream, but still keep that essence, too. And that's what I do. Like like the song with you, uh, on Saturday, set the tone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not just a regular, you know what I'm saying? It, it has more of a mainstream sound to it. Yeah. And that song has been on your song is, is on multiple playlists. It's like number one on the EP on Apple Music and everything. Yeah, and I think I you know think what I'm so I, Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna add on to that. And um, you know, yeah, it, it does sound like it does sound a little bit more mainstream, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I haven't put out a whole no, lot of projects. But you know, I you do I do get bored with saying that being in the same mode. You know what I mean of of uh, instrumentation and the soul samples and all that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. That'll always be um, me to the core. You know, stuff that I gravitate to. But maybe it's two or three songs on a project. 
as opposed to the whole project sounding that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because eventually you want to branch out to a broader audience. Hopefully, if you're a rapper, you want to perform. Some people don't perform, and to eat to each their own. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I mean, because you know, like I said, um, even though I'm underground, I think industry wise, because if you saying you were walking into Capitol Records, Atlantic Records, Interscope, you come in with your certain album, even though we're underground, they go first thing gonna ask is like, where's the radio hit? They gonna that's that's what they're looking for. Where's the where's the video hit? You know what I'm saying? So if you don't have that, you don't have anything. They need that single. Where's the single? If you don't have that single, like you might as well go back to the studio. You know what I'm saying? So I always make sure, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to side A, you know, Numb's got the, the soulful track. Uh, Sincerely Daddy is more of like a soulful track. They're just spitting it. You know, Echo got more of the boom bap underground, but you got that single. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you, you, I, you know, I figured, I, I watched, I pay attention to other guys. You know what I'm saying? That people could talk about Ja Rule all they want to, could talk about Murder Inc. I studied Murder Inc. I studied Rockefeller. I studied the Rough Riders. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch that, man. Like, Ja Rule was the single king. And be, yo, you know what man. I'm saying? You yo, have to man, watch I, stuff I, like still, that. I still rock with his records. Like, I'm, I'm ashamed I fell for the trap back in the day. You know Me what too. I mean? Because you go back and yeah, listen yeah. to them records. They we, have we're records. Older now. They have records in Mur- and Murder that's Inc. What I, and that's what I'm saying. He was the man. Dude, Ja Rule had a four-album run. People could tell you 50 came in and did his thing, but Ja Rule had a four-album run before 50 even came. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, 50 came and did his thing, you know, with Get Rich Without Trying to Massacre and, and all that, you know, but, like, no. Nah. Ja Rule had a four-album run, dude. He was the man. You know what I'm saying? Because he know, and they knew how to make, like, you, you had to eat. They knew how to make those hits. You know what I'm saying? My my goal is to, whoever I'm working with, like I said, to get you on a playlist, to get you retweeted, to get you posted or something like that. If I feel like I can't do that, I did something wrong as a producer. My goal is to get whoever the case, whoever the person is, some kind of notice for one or two weeks I want your name to be posted. Oh, that cash is dope. And da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying? I feel like, okay, I'm doing my job. You know, I feel like if I if I don't get somebody noticed off that EP or album, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Right. And that's the goal. To, like, especially like I, I'll, I'll say it happily. My goal is not to be just un, under known as underground. Cause that to me has like a negative mm-hmm. connotation, even though I wear it with a badge yeah. of honor, you know what I mean? But you know, I'm either going to be consistent you know, I like a consistent sounding album, no matter who's producing it. You know what I mean? I like a consistent sounding album, no matter whether it's a, a mainstream, quote right. unquote, or underground. And I think you could win both ways. You know what I mean? But, you know, you can't do all things. That's, that's, the, those are the type of albums mm-hmm. I think things go crazy where you try to get real, you know, it's hard to do as much as people gave them shit um, for it. And I saw people more so, Freddie Gibbs in particular last year. He had a bunch of different producers on the project, mm-hmm. took you in many different lanes, showed you he could do a whole lot of different rapping on mm-hmm. different beats. And it's people liked it from the boom bap heads to he got a lot more notoriety mainstream from this album. So there's ways to mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? You just got to kind of have a, a great ear for production and, and trust your team. Yeah, yeah you got you to gotta know that balance, man. Like, like with, with Conway and, and and things like that, like you know when he came out with you know God don't make mistakes. Even with from King to a God, you know he had like he had, he had a song with, with Luda them off uh 
la machina with scatterbrain. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, yeah. you have to find that balance, man. You you can't keep doing that same sound. Like if you want to move, you want to progress, you got to change some things. Like you he know, switched even it back up. In the day, yeah, he switched uh, it up a little bit with that yes. that quick flow. I think Rand was just on Rap mm-hmm. Radar talking about how um, for, on Toxic Love, his latest um, joint, the, the Chaos joint, how on Toxic mm-hmm. Love he switched the flow up. And he even, you know, said people, yeah. he sees it on Twitter and he, he feels like he raps really well, which we both agree he does. But it's fun to see you do something a little bit different when we know that you could really rap. Like sometimes it's about the flow and like, the bounce and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, like I tell people all the time, like I said, I study the golden era, the 90s, the 2000s, because I'm looking like this. Like, when when people, when certain rappers or whatever, when they kind of like started dwindling down, it was kind of like stagnant, you went after the hot producer. You know what I'm saying? When Pharrell was hot, everybody was going to him. When Timbo had his sound, everybody was going to him. When Swiss Beats had his sound, everybody was going to him. So I tell dudes all the time, man, like I said, when it comes to underground, we have these egos, man. Like, I know there's a lot of guys who produce their own stuff and they rap. I mean, that's dope. That's dope. I give you much props for that. But sometimes you can't do it all. You know what I'm saying? I can't rap for nothing. And I admit that. I would never even try. You know what I'm saying? I got that sound. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I got the sound. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it real. I got the sound. So it's like, you know what? Sometimes you got to venture out. Like, when, when Pharrell had that, he, when Snoop Dogg, when, you know what I'm saying? Drop it like it's hot. He went to Pharrell. Jay-Z went to Pharrell. All the, the, the main guys we love, they went to certain people. He went to Timbo, Jigga what, Jigga who. He went there to Swiss Beats. Like, you know, the, the guys, they when that person has that sound, sometimes you have to venture out, even with the producers. I know, like, okay, I got a song with I Am God. I have a couple songs and an EP with Cash. I have albums with Nums. You know, I got songs and I got an album with Abel Mary. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, you know what I'm saying, who to reach out to, and then also I can go with the, the people that's coming up with the names like on side b so i you you have to find that balance man for sure for sure you know and uh again if you it ever is, find that is. that one producer that that you work well with man stick stick with them you know what i mean stick with them because um that that cohesive yeah. sound is definitely something that that i i cherish as well in terms of just when i'm listening to to definitely music, you know what i mean but you know, just be careful when you when you're juggling multiple producers. You know what I mean? It can go bad. Either. Right, right, right. And and I tell people, like I said, I'm gonna say it again, man. Don't be too proud, man, to to reach out to somebody. But it's, it's like you have to do it in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So like, don't come to the point where you feel like you may just because you've had quite a few songs out or you your name is out there, you aren't better than that person. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what that person can bring. Like I said, Nums had a name way before me. I was a nobody, pretty much, you could say, in the hip-hop world. You know what I'm saying? But then I ended up becoming, he ended up discovering, uh, bringing out Furious Styles. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who that person is that's trying to reach out to you or whatever. Just because they don't, they, our page don't look like nothing, don't mean they ain't, they ain't coming with something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely judge, judge the book on based on what they put out, based on how they present. And then kind of go from there. I take, yeah, I take. Listen to their work. It, it's way more fun to do do business and and work with people that you actually know. You know what I mean, and not necessarily reach for a name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, because it, it goes bad when you're reaching for a name. Like they could take your money, and they'll give you the verse, but they're not even promoting. Exactly. It, you know what I mean. So how is exactly. you know how it's not always helpful. It's not always helpful. Um, sometimes it helps. Um, if the if the track is surefire. Eventually, it'll get back to them. Maybe they start promoting it, but you know, I, I'm just going off, you know, 
people I talk to within this podcast sure. game and music to where even when you do something with somebody that has a, a name, quote unquote name, it doesn't always reciprocate mm-hmm. in terms of you skyrocketing and meeting their fans. Like you got to do that multiple mm-hmm. times to reach other people's yeah, fans. I, I, uh, I told you this here this day. In, in 2020, I didn't even have a district kid or anything like that. But if you go on my page now, my Apple Music, Spotify, I have like 13 to 15 albums and singles on my pages. And it's all from underground artists. You, know, you want to call them now. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Just people from Twitter, Instagram, things like that. I went from having zero to like 15 projects. Now you have to do this on my page. You know what I'm saying? And everything I have on my page is linked to their artists. If you click on it, it'll take you to their page as well. You know, that's how I do it. But yeah, I, mean, I went from having nothing like a year or two ago to now you have to scroll, you know. And it's not because I'm just trying to reach out to the people with the big names. I ain't just trying to submit to the to the industry guys. I'm looking, you know what? If you can't find them, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go find such and such from such and such, and we gonna make something dope, you know. <laughs> and it's gonna be cold. And then after he gonna go from such and such to now, oh, that's him. That's the you gonna know his name because I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if you don't know him. I know him. Yeah, and that's that's really what it's all about, man. So salute to you for reaching back out and kind of being a man of your word with um, you know, other artists that are looking to to kind of get back into music, don't necessarily have the biggest platform, but you seeking out uh talent. That's a road less traveled. Not a lot of people do that. Um, they rock with who they rock with, and then you know, uh, you know, it's all through connections, and I respect that. As well, man. Furious, before I let you up out of here, man, you got any uh any last things you want to get off in terms of stuff that you got out, you want to promote, is is your goal, man. Promote your social media and, and where they can find you once again. Oh, for sure, man. I definitely appreciate you as always, man. I I, I, I thank you for, for having me on tonight. Oh, and uh, you're not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. We FaceTimed earlier, y'all, and I slipped on the ice <laughs> and I didn't drop my phone. I held I that mug like a wide receiver, man. I ain't dropping, man. But shout out to Cash for not busting me out. I'm going to bust myself out, man. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. But no, man. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Thanks for everybody that's, that's uh, everybody that when I reach out to them, man, about doing something that people, you know, I don't always get yeses. I'm going to keep it real. You know, sometimes people have things going on. Everybody that, that, that helped me out with my albums and EPs, I appreciate everybody. Side B's coming out very soon. Within the week, man, shout out to those dope MCs. And uh, I can't wait to see what I'm going to come up next. I don't even know what I'm doing next, but I'm making beats for it. You know what I'm saying? Show, show. Busy man. 10, 10 EPs last year in terms of the basement. Uh, maybe two albums. I'm losing count. He had another EP. Uh, we had him on a couple episodes ago. <laughs> with back with Sweetie. Uh, he's busy, man. He's busy. But, uh, you know, he make it look easy, mm-hmm. man, because he's doing what he loves. So salute to you, man. And I definitely, definitely, we. I don't know what's in store for us this right. year, but... We got more work coming as well, man. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, this episode... I'm, I'm working on some stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I, I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm busy, but not that busy. Heavy for Furious Style beat for sure, man. You. So this is episode 193, Furious Styles. Go check out Rhymes and Beats, R&B, Side A right now. It's out right now. Check that out. Go check out Side B when that drops February 6th. Go check out Noise in the Hood, Volume 1. Go check out He and Nums' project. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of different projects that he has out that he, I'm sure he could name. But if you go look up Furious Styles, you'll see him in that load, that jacket right there. 
um, on his on any of uh, his uh, SoundCloud, <laughs> social media. I mean, not social media, but uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. You, you'll see the picture pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his music, and he has a long list of people he's worked with. So go check that out. Make sure y'all like, share, subscribe this. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is episode 193. We out. Cash flow. Brooklyn. Set the tone. Oh. Yeah. Fresh new year, fresh night yeah. Walk with a bop like I really don't care. I don't care. Blows the shit, scorching I'm lit. In the plain white tee, got immaculate drip. Cut from a different cloth like I'm shopping at Kip. Conduct the Williams beat tag when I'm starting to whip. Actions speak louder with patience, I got the power. Marketing and value supporters, you got the power. In character, always remain solid. Well calculated, aura is too polished. Critical thinker, looking past the clickbait. Been straight, trying to tell y'all I'm with they. Ain't no time for politics. Tapped in and I'm following, acknowledging prominence mixed in.